Everybody said that the OG flow, it can fuck with your head and the police know that the green, black, and red too strong to control. They study what I said, dig it. My name is Reed, and when I'm on a mic... What is up, Green Legion Radio? You are now at the crossover event of the COVID-19 shutdown. I am, uh, this is Diaz here, Philly Mike. I am with my longtime nemesis, uh, ah. Uh, uh, Tony, uh, Jigsaw Cotillo, uh, uh, Tony, I'm going to ask you to introduce yourself, um, um, for a little bit, but in a, in just a sec, but, um, you know, we, uh, we at Green Legion Radio just came on and joined officially, uh, the ranks of Fox Sports, the gambler, which Tony is a part of. Um, so I guess we're all at the same team. It's not really as much of a, of a crossover, but, uh, um, this is, uh, Tony Cotillo, uh, we call him Jigsaw from Fox <laughs> You'll Sports. You'll find out why soon. From Fox Sports, the Gambler, PhillyInfluencer.com, and the Heat Ratio Podcast. So before I get to you, Tony, just appreciate everyone that's listening, uh, listening live online, um, right now or via, uh, via streaming. Um, if you are listening to the playback, uh, tomorrow, whichever service you use, please, we need your help. Subscribe, download, rate, review. You can even listen if you want to, but it helps us out every time someone does that. So um, we appreciate it. Uh, first off, uh, a little bit of business, uh, Jigsaw. Um, Green Legion Radio, we're brought to you by our amazing sponsors. The top half of the show is brought to you by Miller Lite. Everyone loves Miller Lite. We drink Miller Lite. If, it, if it's sports, it means Miller Lite. If you're not drinking Miller Lite, it's Workhorse Brewing uh, Brewing Company at two locations. There's one in King of Prussia. It's huge. Um, it's pretty impressive. And then they have a newer a location in Center City, 2401 Walnut Street. Um, they're delivering beer. Get your orders in now. They'll have it to you, uh, the next day. They deliver beer now. And if you're not like, if you're not into the craft beer, you're not into the Miller Lite, Stateside Vodka. We've been with Stateside Vodka for a long time. They are delivering vodka. Jigsaw. What, what, what country are we living on? They're delivering vodka. How much better can you get that? It's right? it's it's amazing. What a country! <laughs> um, of course, our friend uh, JP Lutz up at Bucks County Baseball Company. You can't get to the uh, the brick and mortar store right now, but the online store is open, uh, and it's even bigger. It's bucks uh, buckscountybaseballco.com. I saw some of the uh, some of the pieces he had up. Um, uh, pretty pretty sweet, like old vintage Eagles uh, jerseys. Um, like from the seventies and eighties, um, he had, uh, I'm not a Notre Dame guy, um, for obvious no, reasons, no, no Notre Dame, no Notre Dame, but he had this old, uh, Irish, uh, uh, I'd call it a windbreaker. Maybe it was, it was pretty sweet. So check him out at uh, bucks County baseball, co- uh, co.com, uh, Mike McVeigh and his team over at Dave Dodge Chrysler Jeep, um, get your car where the players do. In fact, uh, I saw Mike McVeigh was hanging with, um, one of my favorite Eagles of all time, Lane Johnson this weekend, delivering him a car. Um, so he's got a contest. I think it's, it's out now. You want to check David Dodge. Um, they're giving away a trip, um, uh, for green, uh, to a green Legion trip. So check out David Dodge, Chrysler Jeep or Mike McVeigh. Um, of course, our buddy who introduced us, Sean Brace, uh, the entire Philly influencer squad, uh, as well as the crew over at Fox PHL, the gambler one or two five. Now uh, I'm going to ask another request of all our listeners, uh, online or not. Um, if you if you haven't yet, go on your phone, download the iHeartRadio app, search for Fox Sports the Gambler, and and and, and hit alerts. And uh, from three to six, th- actually, 
someday I don't know how long it goes. I know Sean is mainly three to six, um, but that's where we'll be. That's where Jigsaw will be. Um, it, uh, uh, you might not want to listen to Jigsaw after tonight, but <laughs> nah, 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 I'm gonna want to listen more to Jigsaw after tonight. <laughs> but yeah, download the iHeart uh, Radio app. You can listen at home, in the car, wherever you are at work. Um, our new, uh, another Fox Sports, the Gambler teammates, longtime friends, Fourth and John, E Rock, Gail, uh, Prime, Trox, Evan. Everyone's got one word names. Everyone in this, in this outfit, I guess. You, you have to, man. You gotta have a name. Yeah. Uh, they're doing some great stuff too. I mean, it's, it might be a little, uh, less work going on, um, right now, but, um, they're really lighting up the, the, the Twitter. And, uh, and lastly, the Maniac Sport and Social Club, the most social. Of all sport and social clubs. Um, so, uh, l- l- let's get into this here. Now, first off, I gotta introduce Tony. I, I know I said it from the beginning. Um, but, uh, Tony, Tony can be aggravated. He's, but he's, he's softening in his, as he's getting older over here. I call, you know, I usually refer to Tony as, um, CYO coach, CYO dad. Um, but everyone else says jigsaw. So, t- Tony, tell us, tell the listeners, where does jigsaw, where does the name jigsaw come from? That was from our buddy Sean Brace gave, gave me the name Jigsaw because he said, basically, I just like to tear shit up and build it back together and I get everybody all riled up. I, I, I don't know what that's all about. Uh, you, you found that out firsthand, probably like with our first show, right? Yeah. I think your jugular was coming out by the end of the time, by the end of the night, but that's basically what it is. I, I, I kind of take all the puzzle pieces and flip them around and I do it naturally. I have to admit. This isn't something I act on. It's just my natural me. Ask my wife. Ask my kids. Everybody else. You're an incredible man of passion. It's all passion I, over here. I, I am passionate. Very passionate. <laughs> I won't ask your wife about that. <laughs> <laughs> nah, don't. You might not want the answer. Uh, so, so let, where where can we regularly check out your stuff? I know the Heat Ratio podcast. I, I listen to that. You got some good. You got some good guys on that as well. Um, how often? You know. I, how often do we get to read a story from you? You're, you're all over the Twitter as well. Um, Man, it listen, seems like you live yeah, on there. Do you, do you I, do any other work? Yeah. I mean, listen, you know, at Secret Soul 23, got the YouTube page, Heat Ratio Sports, where I do many videos probably once every couple of days. Um, I just hooked up on to do a Tuesday spot every Friday, every Tuesday night, five o'clock, uh, central times at 6 p.m. Eastern on 1700 to champ out in that Ohio. Uh, thank the boys for having me on that. Which is pretty cool. And, uh, sometimes it spits on sports out in uh, Inglewood, California, Inglewood, Florida, uh, com. So kind of like all over the place, man. So how now you also run a PR firm from what I understand. Right? Yes. I, I, I am the owner of a PR company called Rise with a Z and it's specifically for, I want it to be unique, Rise and React Media. Um, so I, I, I run many clients, get them on radio, get them on TV print magazine, uh, run some events, pretty cool stuff. Uh, last question. The 10 percenters club, is it shrinking? <laughs> Listen, I'm going to get a lot more. It's, and just so everybody knows it's 10% wrong, 90% right. Even though Diaz wants to flip that every now and then. Well, listen, I got, I have plenty of ammo, uh, <laughs> in here. Uh, when we get it, when we get to, some oh, of these, I'm sure, uh, I'm these, sure these fifth year options on those first rounders, uh, and some of the, now, Oof. now you're lucky. You are lucky that they signed Corey Clement, the, the greatest <laughs> running back in Brian Westbrook, because he was not <laughs> on the roster, uh, about a week ago. So you, you slid in there. 
Uh, I was waiting for you to hit me with the Corey Clement. So, I was waiting. So Tony likes to say, uh, Jigsaw likes to say that he's right. Um, he's wrong only 10% of the time. But then, you know, I remember these things. And as we were going through different takes and weeks go on, Tony doesn't like looking farther than next week. If it's anything farther than next week, it's a waste of time. Listen, man, I don't know. I, I've had a lot of right, man. We're talking Lamar Jackson, San Francisco 49ers, Arizona Cardinals, Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons. Come on, the list goes on and on to all my 90 percenters. Wait, wait, wait. So you only bring up a couple of 10 percenters. That's the problem. Uh, those are the ones that hit, uh, that hit harder, harder. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, let's, uh, let's start off. What I think we should do is I want to start just like on some of the, the, the news of the day. Um, get a different opinion in here. Um, you know, uh, Quimby, Hollis, my man, Sack, that we uh, regularly do the shows with, you know, they're clear on, on all of these different things. But I thought since you are one of the king of the hot takes, um, I'd like to hear what you uh, had to say with this. And I want to start off in the NFL. Um, uh, it's going on now for a few days, but Jason Peters mm. is rumored to return. Now, I want to break that part a little bit because there's um, there's almost three things. Why uh, rumor to return? Is that mean there's a problem in the negotiation? He hasn't signed anywhere. Uh no. I mean, what are they what is the he's kind of in or out, I would think. Are they negotiating a deal? And then really what does that mean um, you know, long term um, you know, for our uh, the guy that we we didn't move. We didn't trade two picks this year to go up and get a guy that we wanted. Last year we traded up two two picks to, to leapfrog a team uh, and getting uh, Andre Dillard. So, uh, w- what's your opinion on this, Peters Dillard? Uh, w- well, what's your first reaction to it? I'm a Peters guy. Been a Peters guy since they decided to let him go. Uh, I think you cannot afford the opportunity and you hear things as well as I do. Right. So we, we, we hear the whispers about Andre Dillard having kind of like that Sean Andrews s kind of like the, the, you know, the mental issues had a hard time picking up the playbook played pretty decently, but seems like he had a lot of mental breakdowns and practices and, and maybe not ready. And, and that's a problem when you're talking about Carson Wentz and your franchise quarterback. So in my opinion, 38 years old, no matter what, Jason Peters is a Hall of Fame left tackle who still can play the game. You take every opportunity to keep a guy like that if you think this guy isn't ready. And if they're thinking about it, to me, that means they can't have a lot of confidence in Andre Dillard. And that doesn't speak volumes to what you said by jumping up and getting that first. You don't want to admit the first-round pick might not be working out. And I know you're a patience guy, right? So I'm curious to think from your perspective – You think this guy needs time, but in the NFL, 16 games, that's what you have to protect the blinds out of your quarterback. And I'm really not comfortable with that. This kid can't play. I mean, there's, there's a couple things. Peter's obvious. This is not vintage Peters. You know, he's what, what'd you say? He's 30, 37, 36. He's 38. 38. Okay. 38. So, you know, he's certainly the smarter player, the more experienced player. And, you know, the, the, uh, the, the whispers or the, the, the true tales of Dillard having a hard time adjusting to the locker room. And, you know, there were some fights, uh, you know, Derek Barnett is the one, and they said there was others, you know, unmentioned names, um, you know, having a meltdown after the Seattle game when he was benched. These aren't good things. I, I'm, I wouldn't defend any of these things. I just feel that, uh, I was listening actually to a, uh, someone speaking of him and, and he had a similar reaction in high school as well. 
um, when he came in and started on the varsity. Now, this is the pros. We don't have time for that. I understand it. Yeah, man. But four games, it's just too early. And if, and if, and if it's not, and you're absolutely sure of it, we can't, you can't dance around like this. It's like, no, listen, and, this but, guy- but, but here, but here's the thing. Why is it that big of a deal? Say Jason Peters wants a one year deal at six million dollars. You bring the guy in and the worst part that could happen is he's able to mentor Andre Dillard and get him ready. That's, that's a win-win to me. It's almost like a player coach. And I know everybody, I've already seen the comments. Oh, he false started again. Stop with the false starts. People make, it's so overrated. It really is. How many times did Jason Peters cost you a game? How many times did Jason Peters win you a game? That's what I want to talk about. And I guarantee you it's more wins than losses. Uh, I mean, the false starts are a thing. You know what I mean? I mean, that's, that, those are drive killers. They're overrated. They're drive killers. They're drive killers. Uh, Yeah, but if you took a percentage, which we, you are, you know, uh, prepared to do, if you took that percentage, I'm very positive that that number wouldn't be as high as you think. You, uh, you mentioned, you mentioned that, uh, you know, you got to do everything you can to protect the blind side. And I agree. I, I feel, you know, there's, there's, um, personality, um, issues that I, I believe those things can be corrected. Um, some people find them as this huge character problem. Uh, you know, there's, there's people with, it's, it's strange for me because some people have this issue with Andre Dillard's character because he's weak. Um, but we Ah. celebrate Brandon Brooks. Who has right. a, an anxiety issue as well? It's like, well, if Dillard was really good and overcoming his his uh you know whatever the mental block he has right now, um, we'd be applauding him. I, I think there's we have to be able to give him time. Same thing with Brooks. People were hard on him when he skipped that one game because uh, people said he was puking and everything. And then it turns out like, oh, you know, people are a little bit more understanding. Um, and Brandon Brooks was a veteran, bro. Yeah, I he hear was you. A veteran. I hear he you. He wasn't a rookie. Four a little ga- different. Four games is entirely too early. Um, and l- listen, you're right. Hey, you put him in there and he gets blown up like he did. It's obvious that they don't have, um, complete faith in him at this point, but then get him out. Then trade him for a fit, you know, then move on. Like, you know, just get, yeah. get move on and, and fill it up because now it's kind of like you say, why not sign Peters? Peters probably wants to come back and start, right? Right. And, and he's and, not, gonna, and I, I, I let him start. But what, what are you gonna, when, how long are you gonna hold out with Dillard then? Yeah, you just gotta see him. And I get it, the, the blind side, I get all of that. Um, I, does it make a difference being a year in? Does it make any difference having, um, a year, uh, you know, if it, he's not adapting to a, a different role this year. Well, um, listen, just you, you have Jeff Stoutland, one of the best, best line coaches in football, right? So you had the guy there and he's specifically there for a reason. So, you bring Peters and you let him start and, and you let Andre Dillard get his reps in practice. And then maybe by, by week six or week seven, you're ready to see what this kid can do. But right now you listen, you cannot, he Carson Wentz is coming off a major concussion. I cannot take Andre Dillard not being able to hold his own out there. I can't take the chance. Listen, I don't think he's Winston justice, but what I'm saying is I don't think we could take the chance right now. And if we hear whispers, whether they try to move up in the draft, whether they want to bring Jason Peters back, that is telling me our coaches they have isn't confident as well. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna, I, w- I won't fight you on that. They're certainly not confident um, um, with it. But it's, it's weird, you know. You say you want to bring in Peters, and then like week six, they're not gonna switch out their left tackle six weeks, you know, six weeks into the season. This is good. We'll get the last topic of the day. I want to talk is just this wonky, you know, calendar due to. 
uh, COVID-19 and how that affects all, all sports. So this year is going to be kind of weird with it. Um, but you said, you know, you got to protect your, you, you know, your, your, your franchise quarterback. He's going into an extension. Listen, I heard, I heard you on the heat ratio. Uh, I, I the Jalen hurts. You can justify mm. it in a bunch of different ways, but that's a move that I feel shows that you're not, you're not helping out your, uh, franchise, going franchise quarterback moving into an extension. Now it's just not that kind of move. And all all logic of you need a backup and think you know great. Like I get I get all that, but the best scenario is this guy never plays. That's the but, best scenario. Yes. The best scenario is he never plays and you flip him for a second round pick down the road. If that's the case, just trade one of your fourths this year for a second three years down the road. That's like the value that you'll get. Um, or even a fifth. I, I don't. I don't know. It just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But it shows a move that okay, is, is, they're going to help out Carson there. You, you know what you could have taken? You could have taken another offensive lineman. I, 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 I know what we could have taken. I don't care if it's a linebacker or a wide receiver or a, a corner. There's other big holes there. Um, and going talking about this backup. Why? Tell me this. I, I've been seeing it on Twitter, um, and I see a lot of it. You know, you always see both sides and, and people trying to troll each other, but. <laughs> Why are people trying to mock the Cowboys for picking up Andy Dalton as a, as the backup quarterback? Why is that like a bad move for Dallas? I think it's a uh, great move for Dallas. I don't I don't want him to do it. Uh, right. I hate right, I'm with you. It's the move we should have made, right? I mean, in, in essence, if we were so worried about having a vet a backup, you get a veteran backup. You don't draft them in the second round. Because guess what? Jalen Hurts will not come in and win you seven games if Carson goes down. Andy Dalton very well could. So I think Dallas did the smart thing. And I think they're idiots for not signing Dak. And I know I'm a Philly guy, but I think it's a slap in the face to Dak Prescott. You don't sign your franchise running back and your franchise receiver before you sign your franchise quarterback. I, I mean, listen, I'm not saying maybe they're not sold, whatever you want to talk, but that is just a slap in the face of Dak Prescott. I mean, the, 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 the amount that Dak is in line to get, um, making up the, the numbers, it, it's just insane dollars. And, um, it's oh, only, yeah. it's only going to go up or maybe they just keep him around for two more years and let him walk. I can't imagine that happening. Um, but you know, this year, I think the franchise tag is what you tell me what 35 million or something. It's gotta be, it's gotta be 35, 36 because he's asking for 40. Yeah. Cause so. next year it's 40. Right, and we're going to get in Patrick Mahomes' fifth-year options, $24.5 million. We'll get to that later, so yeah. what a discount that is. That's a huge discount. So, you know, being that Mahomes, uh, being that uh, Prescott is can get franchised for two more years, that's where you start the conversation. So if he's due $76 million the next two years, like that's mm. where you base it, and it's going to be $140 million over four years or something ridiculous like that. He, I mean – it's just about the market resetting. When they signed Wentz, um, whether that was a good idea or bad idea, like, you know, with Jalen Hurts and getting injured and all that. Great stuff. idea. But getting it done early, um, you know, he, he, you set the market, and then everyone that comes after, you know, beats it. That's the way it goes with quarterbacks and, and pretty much, you know, any, um, you know, prime player at any position in the NFL. Someone sets it, and then the next guy the following year or even the same year um, uh, resets it. The so. Patriots did it for years with Brady. They did it for years with Brady. Brady was never the top paid quarterback in the league, and it's exactly what the Eagles did with Carson Wentz. So yeah, there's got to be some funny right business way. going on there. I, I I don't trust anything that franchise does. <laughs>
Listen, man, I hear you, but they did it the right. Well, I would, I should say Brady helped them out along the way too, because he was, he, he, he was giving them team friendly deals the whole way through. I want to, uh, last, last on the NFL here, uh, the schedule comes out on Thursday and I'm sure we'll, everyone's going to spend two weeks breaking that down. Um, oh, I but, hate that part. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll talk about how games are going to be just overall with all the leagues, but you know, this is, <sighs> Talking about, we were on, I was unhappy with the draft last week, uh, or two weeks ago. Um, Rager, I'm happy with him as the player, but I was, I wanted Rager plus whatever the second round was going to be. Um, you know, so I'm like, yeah, you get Rager and a, and a cornerback. I'd rather have that than Lamb. You were um, all in on Rager, huh? Yeah, he was, he was my man. I seen that. I just think, I, you know, I, he was the kind, he looked like the guy, I didn't think they were going to get rugs. So who's the next guy in that mold? You know, here's that guy. So, I, you know, I think I believe it'll work out. Um, you know, is he going to be a superstar? We'll have to wait and see. But looking back at the draft, you know, uh, you and I have argued this in the NBA all the time. And I've got some um, some friends or fans that, uh, l- you know, like talking about the NBA draft. And we all have a tendency to sometimes see, like, this is the first player. He's better than the second player who's better than the third player and the fourth player. And like you drafted this guy at four and this guy at nine is so much better. What are you doing? You're an idiot. And, uh, the, any draft is so, it's such an inexact science. You're going to miss more than you make. Uh, you just have a better chance at making, you know, the higher up you go. And to illustrate this, the, the 2017 NFL draft, um, all the fifth year options had to be exercised by I think, I don't know. By May, May 4th. By May 4th. Okay, by yep. yesterday. So by they all yesterday. came in. Look at this here. The, the Out of the top, what, 10 picks, five of them have been declined. Number two, Mitchell Trubisky declined. Shocker. Solomon Thomas for the Niners declined. Your boy, your fantasy uh, love for Leonard Fournette declined. And, and, but that's ridiculous. Corey, 8.5 million declined. That's ridiculous. Yeah, running backs, you know, you get it cheaper. Corey Davis declined. Who else we got that. here? John Ross declined. I mean, these are five of the top 10 guys. Um, they could still stay with the team. The, the team just said, you're not worth that. You know, you're not worth that expensive price at the end. Um, you know, and, and it goes on farther and farther. So however you feel, you know, Rager could be a bust. He might not. The second round pick might be better than all, you know, uh, Denzel Mims could be better than all these guys. You don't know until they get into a system. It's just you look at the measurables and and, the, and their college pr- production, but there's so much that goes into this stuff. No one really knows. No one knows. You know. Yeah, but you you have to go with what you have, and what I what I mean by that is, you know, you, you have to take the intangibles. You can't just go in and say, uh, you know, I want I want a guy like Tyree Kill, so this guy has a speed like that. You have to take everything. And I'll tell you what, I was very frustrated watching that. I know you liked them, and you might have watched a lot more film than I have. But when, when I seen him just a year removed from numerous drops and having issues getting open, it kind of scares me a little bit. Because we had a guy like that, Nelson Aguilar. I'm not saying this is Nelson Aguilar, but we had a guy like that. Okay. And he's not here anymore. So I didn't go into this draft to draft Nelson Aguilar. Okay. You, you had every opportunity to me. CD Lane was the best receiver in a draft, in my opinion. And he sat there, sat there for you to take him and you didn't move up to take him. That's fine. If that was going to be the case that you don't take a project, 
Because to me, I, I still think Riker's a project. Why do you think he's a project? I mean, I, be, be, let, let me let maybe, me let me stop you there just for a second. Yeah, like as far as film goes, you know, I'm watching the YouTube videos and everyone looks right. like an all star. Everyone right. looks like an all star, but like I get it. I don't see him have a problem breaking away from people. And he's like he's breaking ankles like Allen Iverson out there. He makes the quickest cuts. I don't know if it's he's sl- he's slower, but he's just so elusive it's impossible but, to touch him. But, but you're he, watching YouTube, right? You just admit it. They're highlight. Right. Yeah, that's right. So, but when you're told, when you're listening to so-called experts, right, break down actual game film and you watch the game film and you see the issues, the documented issues, that doesn't scare you just a little bit. They, okay, he revived himself last year. Well, I don't want another guy like that. I want a guy who's going to come in week one and start, not a guy who, you know what, we may have some plays for him. Do you think he's going to come in and dominate week one? No, I, I don't think, right. I, but I didn't think that when they were like, see, I never thought they were going to trade up. I just thought they weren't going to do that. They need to get younger. And I, I thought they were going to trade back if anything. So it was kind of like, you know, it's, it's, everyone hates when I compare these things to fantasy drafts, but it's something <laughs> that we all are familiar with where it's something like, you know, you're in a, you're picking 12th in a 12 team league and you want, you know, you want Christian McCaffrey. It's like, yeah, I, I I just don't think it's going to happen. It's not, you're not going to get there, you know? So I wasn't um, doing that. And I wanted the second round pick to be used for another receiver, the linebacker, a cornerback, an offensive lineman. I mean, uh, that was my expectation and not, and not this, this other quarterback. So, you know, after night one, I was happy. I was fine. Let's say this. I was satisfied. I thought this is what I was expecting. After night two, I was not happy anymore. So, so, so does it make you feel any differently if, if the rumor, and obviously it's a rumor because we never know. We weren't in a war room, right? But if the rumor was the only reason why the Eagles didn't move up to 16 to get CeeDee Lamb because they want to keep 53 because they wanted Jalen Hurts. Does that, does that even bother you even more? Cause it bothers the hell out of me even more. Well, if it's true. Well, I mean, it sounds like they weren't. They didn't want to keep 53 for specifically Jalen Hurts. They wanted to keep keep 53 because they felt that there was, you know, I'm making five players or six players there. And then when it got to that point, Jalen Hurts, they pounced on it. And it's obvious they all, they're all happy about it. And, you know, it the the explanations make sense. I understand what they're trying to say. It's wait a minute, wait, 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 hold, hold on. The actual. Please help me. This is going to be our no, no. first vote. What, what I'm saying is, whose explanations make sense? Uh, the team, uh, the team from from Howie to Doug, like they were ridiculous. No, no. Wh- what I'm saying is, I don't agree with them. I understand oh, okay. what they're, okay. I understand what they're trying to say, salary cap and backup and developing, and I get all that. But it's like it's a good teammate. Yeah, Howie said we draft him because he's a good teammate. The, the best case. Oh, how ridiculous is that? The best case scenario is we never see him. And this other thing with, and I keep saying this over and over, the idea of trading him down the road. Well, if we were trading him down the road, that means he played and he played well, right? So why would we trade, why would we trade the younger, less expensive quarterback that's been playing well as opposed to the older one that hasn't been playing probably because of injury, not uh, ineffectiveness? Like they're not going to, to trade Jalen Hurts. They'll, they'll trade someone. Uh, We shouldn't even be talking about this. Yeah. Yeah. That's the problem. That's it. We shouldn't even be talking about this right now. We'll, we'll, we'll wrap up with some last NFL. No, no, no. I'm not saying that because it's me. I'm just saying like this should not even be a topic of conversation. Right. And the, the, the fact that we're having the conversation. It's ridiculous. It's just like the Dillard Peters thing. It's kind of like if you sign Peters, it's done like now this, oh, well, maybe they're bringing him back and, you know, it could be that. They come back in and maybe Peter signs and they have Dillard starting and they're like, this is it for you, dude. And he comes in and he plays well. Now, so would you, would, would I not you be taken, concerned? 
Would you would you have done the Redskins deal? I heard you say that the other day. I, uh, yeah, I'm I mean, a, a fifth and a third. Why not? I right? Mean, why not? I hear, Pro Bowl left tackle. We just did that for Darius Slay. So you know, I mean, we would have had to find another third. I guess you know. It, we would have figured it out. I'm just hypothetically saying. It's possible. It, I mean, if you give them Dillard, maybe that brings the, 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 the price down. I don't know, but I would have certainly looked into it. I, they want to get younger. Trent Williams ha- hasn't played in a year. It's going to take him to, t- there's no camp. It's going to be a mess. Uh, oh, this year is going to be a mess. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's talk here to, um, to baseball here. Now this, I'm going to mispronounce. I'm going to mispronounce this guy's name. We'll talk a little baseball. We'll take a Trevor break. Trevor Plouffe? Yeah. Trevor is it Plouffe? Plouffe? Is it Plouffe? Plouffe? It's Plouffe. Okay. Trevor Plouffe. That's who we're listening to. Trevor Plouffe and Phil Hughes, by the way. You know, two superstars that we're listening to. It's ridiculous. I was, uh, my, my man, Sack, who I, who I do, uh, he's a part of Green Legion Radio, of course, and he's my partner on, on Wednesdays. Um, he's, he's my baseball guy or he's the baseball guy. So, He's like, oh, you don't know who Trevor Plouffe is? I'm like, no, I don't know. He was he playing for the Phillies yeah, for a little bit. Yeah, for like a, a hot minute. Like <laughs> it was a long time, Minnesota Twin. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, he's talking, what, June 10th, camp number two starts, July yep. 1st start date, and everyone plays in their home stadiums. Um, I'm assuming that they're going to use this this uh, three division, you know, by yeah, location. Yeah, I've seen that. And I think that's it. I, Let's switch it up, man. Stir up the pot. Do something different. You know what I mean? I'm with you. This is this is a chance for baseball to reinvent themselves. I mean, for how many conversations have we had about, you know, do we do pitch clocks? Do you know, do we do designated hitters in both leagues? Do you know something to speed the game up and make it a little more appealing? And I think this is the opportunity to do that. So I agree. If they're going to mix these divisions up, now's the time. Do it now. Do it now. 100-game season, whatever it is, you know, make it happen now. You know, this is the time to experiment. And hopefully if it catches on, once we get the people back in the stadiums, it'll be even better. What do you want to – what do you, what do you want to see with the MLB season? Like mm. what, how do you want to – we don't have to get into super detail, but is it like some people are like, oh, a doubleheader once a week. I'm kind of a – you know – I'm kind of the mindset of I kind of want less games, um, yeah. less games, bigger impact on them. I, I know that sounds weird. We don't need 162 games. We're not going to no. have that um, to cram, uh, you know, eight games in or in seven, you know, seven days um, doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Um, I'm with you. What do you want to see? Is there anything that you'd like to see different um, with the MLB as it you know, as it, as it, as they start releasing the details. You know, one thing that's really disheartening to me is that came in this year and I thought this was going to be Bryce Harper's MVP year for the Phillies. I mean, he came in raking in spring training. You could just tell the mindset. So, you know, I, I just want to see baseball because, and I know I don't want to see Korean baseball. I'm not staying up the 1 a.m. to watch the KBO league. I'm not doing that. You put any I, bets down on them? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no futures on KBO, right? But I just, I, I can't, here's the hard thing I'm dealing with. I can't picture an empty stadium. I, I you know, the fans and the crowd noise and the chip, it's so important in any sport. I mean, you were at and the not, vet, you were at the vet in 1998. It's oh, fine. Off of the 600 level <laughs> in, a, in, the, in the yellow and orange seats, right? No big deal. But I, I you know, I just want to see. What I want to see, and I'll keep it local, is I, I want to see the Phillies under Joe Girardi's new culture. That's what I want to see. I want to see 
are are these guys changed? Is their meaner changed? That you know, I, I you know, how is he going to put out the pitchers? Are we going to have a seventh, eighth, and ninth inning guy? Uh, you know, how long is he going to take the starters? I I want to see everything Joe Girardi does because I'm a baseball guy. I, I you know, all that crap with Kapler. Thank God it's gone. I want a, a baseball guy back, and I'm excited to see how it works. Let's uh, let's. I think that's a good spot here to take break. Uh, I know that. Uh, Jigsaw's got a hard out. He's always working. He's always busy. So um, let's uh, we'll take a break here. We'll take a one song break, uh, and then we'll come back in three minutes. And we'll hit hit the NBA and uh, our final topic of the day. Now we've been agreeing too much, Jigsaw. We got it. We got it. See, you're getting soft, but well, once we get to the NBA, okay, all right, that's you're, good. you're gonna have some issues. I can guarantee you. All that. right, let's take a break here, and then when we come back, uh, we'll get into the NBA.
back just a little bit early. The second half, Tony, more biz. Second half of the show brought to you by our sponsors. You got to ch- We're all staying at home. We're hungry. We don't want to cook. We gotta, you got to order out. You got to hit our sponsors here. Biggest sponsor, Chickies and Pete, South Philadelphia. They, how long have you gone without without crab fries? You got to get your crab fries. I just had crab fries. Take oh, you did, baby. Yes, I did. Two from, days ago, they were tremendous. From South Philly? No, not from South not, Philly. It, Warrington. It, I'm that, Bucks County. That, that's okay. They're, it's all it's all part of the family. Uh, we hope yep. to be out there uh, this this fall when when the games definitely get started. All of our Cavs locations, Cavanaugh's Head House. Rittenhouse, uh, University City. I saw uh, um, uh, they've got specials. It seems they come out every week, and it's either uh, burgers or wings, or they're they're even doing uh, growler fills. Um, I I when I went to Drexel, I was at University City all the time. But all those locations are great. Great burgers, uh, great wings, great nachos. Um, Somo Sophie in South Philly, uh, who uh, one of the partners is uh, future Hall of Famer Jari Evans. Uh, check out Somi Sophie in South Philly and in Maniunk, uh, Bourbon Blue, the Bayou Bar and Grill, and Cactus Cantina. All of them individual flavors, um, depending on what you're looking for. Um, I've I've had all of them since we've uh, shut down. It's 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 great. I mean, Bourbon Blue. They I messed this up last week, uh, but you know they they were preparing meals for some uh, some ICUs and emergency rooms, and they're out there delivering like um, uh, scallops. <laughs> to, you know they're expecting like French fries and uh, roast beef sandwiches or something, and Bourbon Blue's out there uh, delivering uh, meals with scallops in it. So um, they've been with us forever. Uh, they're great. Check them out. Um, and of course, after you enjoy all the good food. All the good drinks. You got to get back in shape because summer's coming around the corner. Oh. So you hit, uh, City Fitness, our friend Ken Davies, all the City Fitness locations, uh, in Northern Liberties, Graduate Hospital, Fishtown, South Philly, Logan Square, and East Market. Um, Ken Davies, uh, he, he had a, he, some funny comments, uh, uh, during the draft. Uh, he was kind of roasting him himself, but his, uh, his locations are no joke. Uh, I, I've, I've seen, I've been to three of them. I was a member at, um, Northern Liberties and East Market for a little bit. And it's just, they've got every, it's, the trainers are great. The, it's clean. It's, everyone's respectful. It, it's awesome. If you're across the bridge, we got Jeff Quinn at Echelon Health and Fitness. They've got, he's just got space and space and space. Um, uh, met some of their trainers there. He's got great group. They, he brings people to our tailgates all the time. Uh, they've got a, an amazing, uh, uh, equipment over at their spot too. Um, the best, and of course, lastly, you know, the best way to work it off. Um, is uh, visiting our the lovely ladies at Delilah's. Now, Delilah's is closed right now, uh, Jig. So I know you wanted me to take you there after the show. <laughs> Social distancing. Yeah. So, um, but uh, they've been. They, I said it last week. They've been killing it on the social media game. They, they they've been really funny. It's it's. <laughs> hey man, you got to get it somewhere, right? Yeah. Uh, so uh, so we'll be back at Delilah's before you know it. Hopefully, um, this time next month. Um, Delilah's is open and uh, ready for business. So let's let's talk a little NBA. And before we uh, yell at each other for being stupid about the Sixers, I want to know what are your thoughts on the Last Dance. I know you've been seeing oh, every episode. Is there anything? Is it, yeah, anything? It's it's been great. But anything new that you didn't know or you like seeing that you haven't seen before? One thing that I was very excited about is shocker as it may be, I'm a huge Dennis Robin fan. Okay, and I love what? that they pro- – yes. That's a see, – see, everyone, that is a jigsaw. Jigsaw is all about put your nose down, run to first base, don't whine or cry. Like, and Listen, Rodman, man. man. 
You just go hard or go home. And that's what Dennis did. He didn't care what anybody thought. And he was the best defensive player to ever play the game. In my opinion, that's who he was. He went one-on-one with Shaq when Shaq made the Kimmy Matumbo like a toothpick. Okay? Dennis Rodman went one-on-one with him. And Dennis Rodman was a huge part of that team. And I was very glad to see that they highlight him and give him the respect that he deserved. Jigsaw, he asked for a break in the middle of the season because Scottie Pippen came back. Hey, you, you need love a break. that? Needed a, that would not forty-eight hours. That would listen. The NBA has gotten a little looser and softer in the last twenty-five Low years. Management. But that wouldn't float now. It Low wouldn't management. float now. You give guys off from back to backs. Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah, but you're not. You're not taking Carmen Electra to Las Vegas for three nights. Dude had to blow off some steam. There's nothing wrong with that, man. Nothing wrong wow. with that. At least, wait a minute. At least you knew when he came back. He was ready to play. He came Where back in his pajamas. About, Wait a minute. Jordan had to go peel him out of his hotel room. Oh, come on. Two, he, two days he was back and he was playing harder than ever. That's unbelievable. See, that's a jigsaw. That's a total, that, that I would not think that of you. No. And you know, this thing about Dennis Rodman, let me say, here's my piece with Dennis Rodman. Every time I see a retrospective or whatever you want to say, a profile on Dennis Rodman and he's being interviewed, he's always, I'm misunderstood. No one understands me. Okay, Dennis, explain who you are then. No one gets you? Well, you don't, all you do is you dye your hair and wear colors and you do things that are like against what's socially accepted. Yeah, as far as like, well, that was Madonna. Madonna changed that. Yeah, it's just like, uh, no one understands you. Like, I I understand you. I think you, you need, you seek attention. And you, and you're probably a little shy and this is your way of uh, expressing yourself because, uh, you're uncomfortable talking to people and you're a little shy. I mean, no, you don't understand him. <laughs> Give me a break. On, on the worm, man. The worm was a, a, an integral part of that team. Integral part of that team. It, you know, another thing I like about the last dance is it finally shows that there is no more debate that Jordan is the goat and LeBron takes a back seat. Okay. Because LeBron. Nobody was singing, hey, I want to be like Bron. I want to be like Bron. Nobody was singing that. We were singing, I want to be like Mike, right? No, nobody was selling $126 million in sneakers its first year. So this, it, it's finally separating to me to show that, hey, LeBron to me is my number three. You see who I have in the background, right? I got, they're my three favorite guards of all time. Okay. So, you know, I still have Jordan one. I have Kobe two. I'll give you LeBron three as the best players, but when it comes to, my men, they're right there. So that that's the one thing I like about the last dance. Yeah, it was cool to see what it was nice. You know, we're we're we're, we're officially part of the old head uh, gang. You know, yes, we're we not are. we're not okay boomer, but we're you know the Generation <laughs> Xers. And uh, you know, no, it's weird. No one, you know, when they make a beer pong cup, uh, they yell out Jordan. It's always Kobe. And yeah. I always felt like Kobe. Kobe I'm not. Ta- he's he was great, awesome. I just always felt that he was impersonating Michael Jordan, which is not a, Hey, if you're going to impersonate someone, that's impersonate. You to, right? Yeah. I mean, go for it. But like all the, Jordan is just, if you, if you weren't there, it, it, you can't even explain it. But then they see here, Kobe in that last episode that was filmed, I think like two or three couple weeks, weeks yeah, a couple right? weeks before he passed. Yeah. Um, you know, express that about how uh, important he was and how everything he has, um, you know, came from him and they had a good relationship, you know, moving forward. But it was funny to see, you know, one of the, whatever you think, Kobe's definitely top 10. I mean, top five, sure. Uh, you know, 
Um, you know, you have to kind of play around with the, the the rankings however you want. But to recognize someone that good is like, oh no, this is all all for him. Um, so 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 last thing I'll say about the last dance, okay? Okay. The last dance, and I said this today on one of my shows, is probably the first thing we've watched live and anticipated in a long time. When it comes to no DVR, no Netflix, right? We're watching this live and everybody is in, you know, they're, they're, they're infected with Jordan right now. That's what they want. When LeBron came out with his show, the decision, everybody hated it. So there's a difference. What this, this is all about Jordan. So we're, we're actually infatuated with how, you know, he was about himself. When LeBron's acts like he's about himself. Nobody could stand it. So that's the difference between LeBron and MJ. Not the best LeBron, but MJ will always be the goat. Yeah, I think I think it was even. I mean, it was a different time, so you know, the, true. There was less. I mean, with Jordan, there was never less media, but there was no social media. Um, yeah, and, that's right. You know, and a lot of things that you know might have not been reported, and there was no Twitter, and there was no cell phones of fans or anything like that. Um, I I, I kind of get the impression, and you know, I don't know any of these guys, but. You know, Jordan was more, you know, he's just a killer. <laughs> and, oh. jo- and LeBron is a little more of like a goof, goof, kind of goofy kind of guy. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Uh, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, really Jordan was a sniper, him. man. And, and the thing is, is, you know, he was. And I don't think LeBron, you know, it's funny before you win a championship, like the thing with LeBron was he, he didn't want to take control of the game over himself, you know, because he made the bet, the good pass to the open guy, which is the right way to, to play i mean you want to sure you know um you, you but you want your guy to take over it's just that jordan would would do that and like man did he miss it was i was explaining to my wife who was too young to experience the the 90s bulls in in real time like you know as a real sports fan if jordan missed a dunk it was national news it was national news. Like you would watch, you know, action news at, at 11 o'clock on wow. a Wednesday in 1997. If Michael Jordan <laughs> missed a dunk, it was national news. It was just, yeah. it was that big because he was the best dunker of all time and all that. You know, it was, uh, it was crazy. Best, so. the, the, that was, that was my team. And, and the best thing that came out of that, the last episode for me was when Michael was like, wait a minute. So you're comparing me to Clyde Drexler? Are you kidding me? Like, come on, Clyde Drexler couldn't hold his jock. Like, it was, you remember that? I don't know, you're a basketball yeah, yeah. guy. You remember, remember that it. Portland team? Yeah. With they Kevin were, Duckworth were, and Buck yeah, Williams. Kevin Duckworth, and, yeah, that's right. right. Like, come on, man. Jerome Kersey, Terry Porter. Yeah. That team couldn't hold anything to the no, Bulls. No, they were a good team. They just weren't the Bulls. They were okay. They weren't the 92 Bulls. The Bulls no, Bulls. they just no, they were no, no contests, man. No contests. No. They, so, I mean, Mike, that, that was great. That was great to relive that. It really was. It was. And, 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 I know you're going to have a comment on this. I'm surprised you didn't bring it up yet. Um, the best under underrated part of the last dance, the trip down memory lane of the music. Some, oh, I love the music. Of, they're, they're, they are soundtracking this thing perfectly. And you're like, oh, yeah, that was like I heard um, uh, uh, Black Sheep came on. And I was yep. like, yeah, that, that was, yours. yeah, that was about 92. That sounds about right. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And then Naughty they, they by Nature. They threw a little Tribe Called Quest in there. Yeah, Tribe. Yeah. Check the Rhyme. Yeah. It was, no, they, they, oh, they, they were killing it. They're doing a great job with it. Yeah, uh, I love it. Uh, so let's, uh, let's, talk, let's move into our sixes before wrapping up here for the day. Oh boy. Um, Elton Brand, there's just, there hasn't been a whole lot of noise. Um, Elton Brand held a, held a press conference today. He actually had a, a little thing with the fans at seven o'clock today. I, I, I skipped it, but. Um, you know, a couple things. 
Elton Brand press conference uh, gave an update on Ben Simmons' back, which I am like, I have back issues and I'm not going to get any of the type of treatment that Ben Simmons would. But that's like a thing where it doesn't like go away forever. He might be, he might be fine now and he could play full strength. Um, but that's something to always, it will, there will be another flare up in his career. I agree. Um, you know, so, but it's good that he's, you know, he's, he's back, uh, no pun intended. Um, um, I thought it was kind of funny, uh, that the players, uh, have a Zoom happy hour every week. Yeah. Zoom happy hour. What do you think they're drinking? Are they well, drinking? It, Are Joel and Bead drinking Chick Fil A milkshakes. Oh, you know okay, that. yeah, right. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure he's the epitome of health right now. Not, not Shirley Temple, not Shirley Temple's. Nah, I don't, I don't think so. I think it's Chick Fil A. But uh, I, I think Ben, Ben's like a bourbon guy. I could see Ben sipping on some bourbon. Yeah, I, I would think yeah. he'd be more like a like a light like a like a vodka guy or something like that. I, I don't, think, I don't, know. I don't think Joel drinks. No, no. I mean, he he drinks sugar, but he, I don't think he drinks <laughs> alcohol. Joel drinks Tang, but <laughs> yeah, well, but yeah. no, I, I I just think Ben's a smooth cat like that. I think you know I can just see him with a nice glass, a couple rocks in there, maybe a little eighteen hundred, maybe you know something something that puts some hair on your chest, man. I can I can see Ben doing something like that. What did you think of? Uh, I, I talked with Sack last week about the uh, Jack McMullen Ben Simmons article. Did you read that on ESPN a couple weeks? No, back? I did not. Oh, I'll send it to you. It's it's yeah, it's a great article. It. And no matter how you feel about Ben. Um, you'll walk away feeling that you're right and your feelings are validated. Um, and it, it also gives you the other side instead of screaming or, or, or making ridiculous comments that Jigsaw uh, likes to do. Oh, come on. Um, man. It, it gives you a, a, a appreciation for the other side. Um, I think, um, when, when you argue about Ben Simmons, um, you feel like the other side is completely overreacting or underreacting. Um, uh, to whatever, however you feel about them, but it's it's pretty good. You, you got to check it out. Um, you know, I, hopefully, hopefully they play and he's he's healthy. And um, the the one thing here, and and we're not we're not going through the shooting thing, but the one thing that's was that was you could see and kind of understand what he's thinking. Um, he's wrong, but he's thinking like I, I don't want to go out there and shoot twenty five percent. I want to be one of those forty five forty percenters. And it's like you'll never just show up being a forty percent three point shooter. You know you're gonna have to shoot and shoot twenty percent, and then you shoot twenty eight percent, and then you shoot thirty four percent. And if you got anything over thirty five, I think the war, you know you'd be an MVP candidate. But um, that that was like the one the one takeaway where you're like, okay, I get it. He he always wants to be good. He's good at everything else. I mean, yeah. he, he really is good at everything else. Or he's good, a tremendous defensive oh, yeah. player. Uh, def- his tremendous. defense stepped up this year. I mean, he is. He will be a defensive player of the year, yes. um, uh, if he wants to. Uh, at some point, he can guard everybody. But um, I think the shooting will come. You know, coaching change. He's change, got uh, to be a shoot trainer. first. Guy, yeah, man. it's got to be a shoot first. And, and the the one thing, the one thing, I'm I'm reiterating the entire article here. But the one thing that a, a couple of executives said is like. If he starts shooting, we're still going to give him that shot. Like everyone's like, "Oh, you got to shoot because then teams will." You know, like they're they're never going to, um, you know, step into him to try and contest the shot, uh, just like they don't with Giannis. They'll just let him, uh, they'll let him go um, because that's the week. You know, that's you want Giannis shooting threes. Now he he can make them every once in a while, but he's not a good uh, three point shooters. Um, th- some other things about the press conference, and it kind of leads to our last topic here. I wanted to talk with you today uh, about is. 
you know, the as te- as teams and leagues talk about coming back, uh, you know, one of the things Brand was talking about is the facility. I, I say facility inequities. Um, teams like right now the Atlanta Hawks, the Utah Jazz, uh, maybe the Pacers. Think of, think of teams like that. Um, their facilities, if their states are reopening, they're they're allowed to use their team facilities with restrictions. There there is some restrictions there, where teams like the California teams, Philly, uh, you know, the two New York teams, Boston, um, they are, do not have access to those facilities. And he and Brand brought it up and said, "Well, we got a brand new facility in Delaware. That's you know, thirty minutes, thirty five minutes down the road that they can use, which is true." Um, I don't know if Delaware is going to be, you know, ma- reopening massively faster than than PA or Jersey. But, you know, as they start to reopen uh, or as we start to reopen, we're going to have sports here with this. You know, some teams are playing and some teams aren't yep. playing in front of you mentioned early with baseball and, and playing in empty arenas. And the the last thing they, they asked about uh, a brand is kind of twofold is, first off, how do you evaluate the season? I mean, now I listen. It was a disappointment for sure, and things didn't work for sure. You know, it, without there comes the Brett Brown excuse. No, 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 no excuse. He had a bad year, um, but with the no playoffs, you know what? What do you do? What, you know, how do you properly evaluate? Where yeah, I think we? it's easy. I mean, you, you said before this season. Listen, this isn't a new coach. Right. This is a coach that's been around for a number of years and with the same criticisms year after year, they never changed. They never changed. So the players changed, but the the coaching never changed. You, you, what do you see? Nothing's going to change in the playoffs with Brett Brown. It, it, It is what it is. So either you're happy with what you have or you're not. So this is the perfect opportunity to start fresh. In my opinion, and this is what you need to do. Now, why, you do you say to, it's, why do you say it's the perfect opportunity? I mean, if it's a perfect opportunity, because I, I think, per, I think personally, I don't think the season should resume. I think, okay. I, I honestly, I think just why try to fit it in? Just do what you need to do. You know, get focused on the draft, get focused on next year, let the players rest up and start making your moves. And, and you know, because I think you're just going to try to jam everything in. For no reason. I, you know what I mean? Like, it's an unfinished product. So, if that's the case, now's the time. Now's the time. You, either way, you can't come back and say, well, we're going to give Brett another chance. He's going to be a lame duck again. You're not going to extend him. So, now's the time. Now's the time to make the change. He's actually, he's got two more years after this year. He's, he's it's, through 2022, it, actually. Well, I'll I mean, tell you, you can, what, you can certainly fire him and it. Yeah. Elton Brand could go too. Because that's the other thing. How does how does Elton Brand get evaluated? He built. Well, this, well, I'll he tell built you this, I don't uh, like his comments today at all. He built his. Okay. Uh, he built this squad to be a um, Giannis uh, killing playoff machine, and we're not we're not going to see that. I, I, I thought you were talking on before the press conference because <laughs> all he kept talking about was we're built for the playoffs. Screw the playoffs. Uh, what about gelling throughout the season? Like nobody's worried. If that's the case, let's not even play the season. Let's just start every year in a freaking playoff. Well, I don't think because, they, I don't right? think, I, I think the point is not that they don't care about the regular season, but they use the regular season to find things that work. And to find things that work, you're going to find things that don't work. So you have but to, isn't it important for your seating? Aren't you worried about seating throughout the regular season for the playoffs? Yes. So do you want to face Giannis in, in round one or you face him in round two? 
You, you, you want right? to face so it in to round me, three, it's pretty freaking important. Yeah, you want to you want to get a two or three seed technically, right? Right. So it's yeah. pretty important what you do. It is. I mean, you know, teams have made they've had LeBron James, but you get a four or five seed and you make the finals. I mean, it's. Not, I just think it's irresponsible for your general manager to specifically stand up there on a platform and say that oh, I'm just waiting for this team to see them win playoffs. That, that, that no, 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 no. And, and I'm going to bring this point up again, and and, and I know you disagree. But I'm so tired of that same old narrative about, you know, we need time to form cohesion. We need time to gel. You know, no other team has has had that happen to them. Yeah, it has. They, they flipped rosters. The Boston Celtics flip rosters every year. They don't and from flip, day one. Wait a minute. From day one, Diaz, they're good. From day one. Why do we have to wait? They don't flip, why, why do we have they to don't wait? flip their rosters. They don't flip Come on, their man. They, they, they lost flip their, their two they, best players. Yeah, well, Kyrie barely played last year, uh, right? Right? <laughs> Whether he barely played or not, it's a complete facelift, right? You lose Harry, you, you lose out, you know, you lose Al Horford, you lose Kyrie Irving. Yep. And you bring in Kemba Walker, you know, a, a completely different style player. He's and not completely different. He's not, he's a little point guard. He's a little shoot for, first point guard that doesn't play defense. He's not that much different than Kyrie Irving. You know, uh, come listen, on, man. what I'm saying is when I say you need time, it's not like, no, listen, you can't blow seasons and it's not okay to lose. It's just reality is, I mean, think about the, the last dance and I'm not comparing Ben Simmons or Joel Embiid to, to Michael Jordan at all. But the reality is, I remember reading Sports Illustrated in 1989 and 1990 that Michael Jordan can't win. Michael Guess Jordan. What? He asked, who was the coach in 89 and 90, the Bulls? Doug Collins. Right. And who was the coach in 91 and 92? Phil Jackson. Thank you. I'm, so guess what? Brett Brown, get the stepping. I, I hear you. I'm not going to disagree okay. with you. I'm not so going to disagree. So that's my point. Yeah. But the, the, the fact of the matter is, is I, you know, you said this, uh, you know, your 10 percenters comment where <laughs> the Sixers were screwed because we didn't get LeBron James, Kawhi Leonard or Paul George. That point, that yeah. point. So let me ask you this. If we would have got Kawhi Leonard that year, would we won an NBA championship. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Probably. I mean, so. you would have had to give up Joel Embiid or Ben So Simmons. guess what? That was my point. Do you want to win 100 percent? Do you want a guaranteed win? Or do you want to wait this what if? I don't know if, I don't know if it's a guaranteed win. I don't think there was enough pieces if you remove Joel Embiid for Kawhi uh, Leonard. I don't think they, I don't think they're, that's the best team in the league, in the, in the, in the East. So they'd be Toronto better. without Kawhi, Toronto has no chance of winning that title. I, I, right? It's not no chance. It's uh, not, no, I mean, they very have very little chance. They, they have good, they're a good team. I mean, Siakam and Lowry, when they did, they're not taking on the championship. When he didn't play, they were something like 18 and 5 when he didn't play that year. I mean, they were good without him. They, they might, they weren't, they, they might not have been world champs. I can't predict that. But, you know, what, my point is this is, and listen, Ben Simmons needed to shoot last year. I, I'm not going to disagree with that. You know, and, and Joel and B needs to, uh, make decisions quicker in the post to pass out, recognize and passing out of double teams or making a move out of double teams. Like that's, that is all correct. But the fact of the matter is this is their, this would be their third season together. They're in, they're like two and a half seasons together. And it's like, how long do we have to wait? Like, I don't want to wait. You don't have to wait. But the reality is for most other players, except for Tim Duncan, Kobe Bryant, Shaquille O'Neal waited eight years to win a title. Michael Jordan w- waited eight years. LeBron waited listen, nine man. years. So listen, this is so, different. Though, no, this, it's not. It's not. It is. Listen. It's like listen. It's disappointing. And maybe with Joel Embiid's health, 
um, you know, and and the the fit. They don't. They How? might not have nine years to figure that out. But the fact of the matter is, it's three years. Giannis waited six years to win one playoff series. Six. But how many years do you have to watch the same thing? I hear. You no, know, go right. And this is my point. You say three years. It, to me, that's irregardless. Go back. If if you're Joe Clark and lean on me, you're and you're the vice principal, East Side High. Okay, and you sit there and you say your test scores are below average for three years in a row. You're getting fired because you're never doing anything different. That's my point. I don't want to get rid of Joe and Ben. I'm not saying that. Yeah, what I'm saying is the Brett Brown thing is it, it, we got to get move that, on. That's fine. I, I'm not going to disagree with you. I said you said you heard me before the year started. If they didn't get past the second round in the playoffs, Brett Brown should and would be fired. If he got to the conference championships, no guarantee. Um, there was no guarantee. It mattered how they played. I, I'm with you with that. But but the point being is. It's not like, oh my God, this is the last possible year. Imagine, let's take a, like a, a good story from the year, the Flyers, who I assume you want them to end the season too. Uh, yeah, I, mean, so like I, I think they should just, just, wrap just it up. can't. The, yeah. the NHL is a little different from what I understand as far as like money goes and, 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 and TV rights because That's true. if they don't, if they don't finish the season, um, all these like Fox affiliates, kind of like our Comcast, they don't have to pay for their league their their rights next year. That's a big deal. Yeah, that's a big deal. So they got it. You know, they they have a, like a more of an incentive. Everyone, no one wants to lose money. But you know, the Flyers. Imagine feeling like the Flyers this year. Now, who knows what happens in the playoffs? Okay, let's just say they get to the second round and they lose to the Penguins. All right. Um, but coming in, they the hottest team down the stretch. They just bolt bulldoze through the first round on a more experienced team. I don't know who that is, but you know, I, I'm making. I don't know who the standings are. Right. And then they lose, you know, four one to Pittsburgh. And imagine feeling after that like it's over. If we don't get, if we and the, the Crosby's a free agent or someone someone we hate less. Imagine saying like, well, if we don't get this guy, that this team's never good. You're like, they just started. They just started. And the second year, okay, they make all these changes at the trade deadline and it's, and they, and they lose a game seven, you know, going in overtime at the very last second. And it's like, well, this team can't just, you're like, for me, it's kind of like, listen, I'm not happy and this isn't okay. It's just, yeah, that, you know what? Jordan lost. He didn't win a conference finals for seven years. And I just, I'm, I'm like, I can't, I wouldn't be able to live. I wouldn't be able to take being a fan in the city. If like, this year they lose in the second round. And then next year they lose in the conference finals. The year after that they lose in the second round. Then they lose in the conference finals. Then they win. Like, we wouldn't even get to a title because the entire team would blow up. We, we just want them executed. Where it's like, yeah, the coach, yeah, the coach needs to change. You're missing the point though. Yeah, the coach, yeah. This is, right, right. How many players, this isn't the Jordan era. How many players stay with their franchise past the five or six years? Well, I mean, I, I'd love to see a percentage. Of players that stay past that era, right? I mean, I mean it, think about it. Yeah, I mean, it, it certainly matters. Kevin Durant. Let's start naming them, right? You already, you, you, and, and I get it. They won a championship. What I'm saying is, if you have the opportunity in front of you that year, they had the opportunity. You have to decide because guess what? If three years from now we still don't win an NBA championship and we still don't get to the, the NBA finals, it's going to be a failure. We, we, we go, I know you're the CTP guy and we're going to go through this, but the problem is multiple championships. I'm going to say it again. We were promised multiple championships. You like, never, you look up fi- the quote, dude. Multiple championships is what they said. No, they never said that. 
Yes, they no did. One, no one said that. No oh, one said man, that. Now, maybe the players mind. say it because that's what they say all the time. Multiple championships. No. Who said that? Ed Stefanski. Ed Stefanski, get the hell out of here. You should be banned for even bringing up his name. He's the whole reason we had to do this crap. I love it. <laughs> He's the whole reason we had to do listen, this crap. No, they really did. Listen, they said multiple changes. That, that's what told us. That's no, what no, they, no, Let's they, go tank. No, they didn't. What they said what did was. What they say? They said that they were going to compete for championships and play through May and have sustained success. Listen, the NBA is the hardest league to win a championship in. It's it's had the fewest in the last whatever thirty five years. We have seen the stats. Uh, it, it's the hardest to win. It's it's just it is. The, it's it, only the hardest to win because of the money aspect. Well, yeah, because and, of contracts and top right? and top level talent is like, absolutely. It's just you know having a LeBron or a Kobe or a Michael Jordan is just like a game changer. Um, I and. I don't want to defend Brett Brown at all because he's played, he's made plenty of mistakes and it's, 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 it's mind numbing to see some of the decisions he makes. But I, I personally feel, uh, I would, if you're going to fire Brett Brown, what I would do is I'd fire Elton Brand and then, and then he, the new guy comes in and gets his own coach because, yes, you, have um, to. you know, the, the, the reason that players leave, you know, player, I think truly that Embiid and Simmons at this point, where we are now, are happy to be here and they're happy to be together. And I think from this article that was in, in all the, the, the past eight months or six months of the season, um, they truly do recognize that they have an opportunity with, with the talent that they have between each other um, to do it. But the reason that players leave is is a lot of times is because I feel that those front offices aren't surrounding them with the players that they need to win. Like the player that Joel Embiid would need to succeed are spot up shooters, and the type of player that Ben Simmons would need is spot up shooters. Like they both need Harris, right. one hundred eight million. He's he's okay. He's overpaid. Uh, okay. He's 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 okay. He's a fraud. Al Horford. Al Horford. Al Horford is not. You know, I I could see them moving Horford. And Richardson this year. Um, hopefully we keep this OKC pick. We might have to use the package to, to have them go somewhere. I don't know. I don't know what the solution is. I heard something like send them down to Houston, bring back Eric Gordon, another crazy, ridiculous contract. The only way you get rid of Horford is to take on a lot of contract back. Yeah. Um, but absolutely. you get, but you might get a player that fits better. So, um, you know, and, and that, that might be the, uh, um, the solution, but let's wrap, we're getting out of time here. So let's, let's wrap it up here. You mentioned something that I, I wasn't, was not prepared for Uh-oh. that you think that the NBA and the NHL seasons, uh, should, should stop. You think yeah. now, let me, let me be, let me, uh, tr- try and uh, narrow you down here a little bit. Okay. Do you think that the, the two seasons should stop like, cease all operations or do you think that they should cease continuing these seasons and then come up with some other tournament you know expanded playoffs yeah. do some funky you know like so they actually they'll come back and play some games but we're not talking it about you know a normal you know they they were talking about shortening up the first round but like you know a seven 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 you know seven game series to determine the champion do you think they should just not we we don't see them again until December or do you I, think they yeah, should Yeah, I, I say we don't see them again until December. Wow. Yeah, I, I do. I, I think this is an opportunity. My I think they should try and get creative with it. Um obviously, you, you know, health and safety is paramount and they're going to make all the decisions um based off of that, but 
um, assuming that there's a way that they can control this somehow, and that's not my job to determine. I mean, I, I would love to see some sort of bracket-style tournament, um, an Olympic-style tournament even, you know, like it, you get like divisions of four or something like that, you know, to advance. I don't know how how to do it, but um, <clears throat> hockey has to or they're going to get screwed next year. I mean, without getting payments, uh, no ticket. You know, you, you can't expect tickets for the re- the rest of this year. You're right. Um, I think they should find some way to at least get back on, even if it's for a month. Yeah, it's tough, sort of man. Tournament. It's it, 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 the whole logistics of it, it. You know, you just think about it. Is is it worth the risk? Is it worth you know right right now? And and I'm a, a you know like you used to call me CYO coach. I'm a youth sports coach, and we're going through CYO the same dad. Yep, yep, that's right. Right, and uh, you know we're going through the same thing. Like what what do we do? I mean, you know, right now everything stopped until September, and it's like you know, are we even going to have fall sports? So and this is something because you can't social distance. On a soccer field, you can't social distance on a basketball court. So, you know, if, if that's not the case, you know, how can you say that unlimited testing applies to the NBA, but people in normal America can't get testing? So it, it's, re- it's a really hard logistical nightmare, in my opinion. And I just think it's just, you know, l- listen, just, just, just cease it all, get ready for the draft. Cause now you heard to talk about pushing a draft, maybe, right? Yeah. They'll so, have to they, do that. Yeah. Right. You're going to keep pushing all this stuff. And then, you know, it's going to continue on year after year after year until you can finally catch up. So why just start fresh December? That's what I would do. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, that's the one thing that the NBA, some people in the NBA had wanted to do anyway, just so it's not competing with football as much. I, I think right. that's great. I mean, I would love to have, uh, you know, they'll, they'll do it on a, a trial basis, I guess, but you know, start in December, you play through, um, finishing up before Labor Day. They're worried about people on vacation for fans and, you know, season ticket members. And it's like, okay. I mean, you know, they, you could sell the tickets and still watch the game. Oh, you yeah, know? absolutely. I, I mean, we, we've all been on family vacations. And when you're on family vacations at night, you know, if there's a game on, you're watching the game. Like, uh, you, know, you go down I don't the know be- about that, buddy. You go down the shore, you don't have the Phillies on, even nah. if you're not listening to it. Nah, man. Well, I, I try to go, I just relax. I, I'm, I'm not. Yeah, sports is too much. Try to put the you, phone yeah, down. Right. What's that? Sports is too much for you. You can't relax. Ah, you know what? I don't, I don't want to get all jigsawed up while I'm down. You know, while I'm trying to be relieved and my, you know, stress free. So I just don't want any part of it. Um, uh, yeah, I, I, I think it'll work, and I think it makes a whole lot of sense. Uh, you know, it's weird that it's like week seven of the NFL season, and we're going to we're starting to go to NBA games. So mm. I, I think starting in December, you know. Mid December, it kicks off two months, so you'd be finishing right, you know, right sometime in August. And and how much fun! I mean, having a play, you know, we're assuming that the our team continues on through the end of the the season. But how about we have a, uh, you know, a a summertime hot as hell tailgate party before a playoff game? That yeah, would be that would awesome. Be. Yes, it would. That would be ridiculous. And if hockey comes on and does it too, we have a double header. Do like the hockey one o'clock, you know, uh, <laughs> basketball nine o'clock or whatever. That oh, that would be awesome. Yeah, it would. We're probably too old for it though. Uh, I don't know if I could hang for a double header. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you you know you you, you don't handle your whiskey as well. Uh, as I'm actually anymore. pretty good, buddy. I I might mind you. So uh, I think that's a good stop. A good place to stop. Hey. I appreciate you coming on. Uh, um, thanks for having me, buddy. I appreciate it. We, we didn't, 
I was expecting there to be a lot more uh, damage, but I guess you know everyone. Well, you know what it is. It's 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 off season, so we can only talk about so much. There's no game to break down. There's no, you know what I mean. I can't go body language on you. There's a lot of things I can't really get. Body language. You know, and you embrace, you embrace when I mention my language, you guys go nuts. Yeah. And Rexy over here with Green Legion Radio, he, he's like a leadership guy. And it's like, when you knock these, when I knock him, I, leadership's obviously important, important. And you know what? I don't like mopey dopey Cam Newton walking on the field either. No one likes it, but it's like, you know, it's really, it comes down Cameron to skill, play. like all this grit, hustle, body language, doctor stuff. It's, it, you know, we got to get Cam. Well, you know how he mopes around and stuff like that. You know, so, people hate him. As typical, he's one of my favorites. Oh, but he's, so, he's a bad body language guy. Nah, you're not a not body bad. language doctor. You're 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 uh, <laughs> you're promoting it. You're promoting bad nah, body language. Nah. Listen, man, it's hard to keep your feelings in. That's all I'm saying. Sometimes you at least he wears his feelings on his sleeve. That's all I can say. I guess so. I, I don't know where he's going. That that's another time. We can bring that up whenever he signs, if he signs. So yeah, that's crazy. Uh, do you have I any last words before we close up for the shop? I know you got to get on your gaming. Uh, get on gaming. Where can oh, we? Man. Where can we? Uh, get, give yourself another little uh, plug. Where can we? Where can oh. some of the Green Legion people find you? Listen, uh, man. If, if at listen T Catillo twenty three. You know what the twenty three is for. At Heat Ratio Sports and. Obviously at phillyinfluencer.com and at Fox Sports the Gambler have a little fantasy fix we do. Um, you go on the iHeart website and there's probably, I think we did 200, 200 episodes of that and then we stopped because obviously football. So fantasy football is now, we're, we're talking that now. So getting ready for the drafts. Nice. Well, when we get together, I'm sure at some point this year, there'll be a big Fox Sports the Gambler. Event party or something like that. Let, yep. let, let, let's make an agreement that we, you and I don't we don't get kicked out. We're, nah, we're, we, not, we we we've been to many events. Yeah, we've never got kicked out. No, no, we've no, actually but, got along pretty well. Yeah, voices can tend to get raised. <laughs> oh, without a doubt, and cheeks <laughs> tend to get red. <laughs> That's true. We just it, it's the yelling in the beer. But anyway, yeah, uh, exactly. So for uh, for Diaz for Jigsaw. Um, we're going to sign out. We will see you guys all tomorrow for Ice to Short Summer Sports with uh, Sack and myself. I think Quimby's going to be there. So uh, uh, thanks a lot. We'll see you guys uh, tomorrow. Let's 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 get it going. See you, everybody. See you.